gentlemen what up good afternoon how y'all doing pretty good how, how are you guys great good great 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 good 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 so we've got um yeah me too mostly mostly because we added another digit and it looks like we are hovering right around that uh that three digit mark man so it's a banner day in the in the terra community for sure um so we're going to be discussing a little bit about that today um triple digits man buy sell what what do you do what's what's the move here so before we hop in quickly uh nothing on this episode is meant to be taken as investment advice and that's it if you want more information check out our show notes so gentlemen triple digits what are your thoughts? Tri triple digits. We've been uh, we've been waiting on this for the past, I guess, two months, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> and finally, we're back to it, and looks like it's holding strong. It's good to see. Good volume. Definitely good volume. Yeah, if you look at that volume, what is this? Uh, daily. The daily. Okay, this is actually the tether volume too. And what what is Correct. this on Binance? Um, I think this is just overall. Uh, yeah, this is on Binance. Yeah, so, Binance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah cool yeah, yeah i mean binance has the biggest volume right let's yeah. check but yeah by 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 far by far by far so yeah. awesome so what's to the, see what's the play yeah ryan how are you how are you looking at this you're you're kind of our ta ta guy here what are you, what are you saying how are you thinking about it yeah i mean i think you got to look at all the metrics with this you got to look at the luna burn right we've been uh tweeting that out obviously we've been burning on average one and a half million luna every day <clears throat> Um, just some simple calculations. That's basically a uh, 3% return on your Luna every eight days. Um, that was in a previous video we discussed. Oh, look at that divergence of the uh, burn versus liquid supply, Ryan. Right. Uh, you, you caught that. It's awesome. Look at that divergence. It's growing. It's growing. It's not slowing down. Look at mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. that's that's another thing you got to look at liquid circulating supply of lunar rat uh, 96 and a half million of today whatever today's date is the 10th of yeah. march um so that's that's also something to keep an eye on um and to your point Gory, that volume is just pretty solid and i think a lot of the algorithms and trading bots that are on some of these exchanges this hundred dollar mark is just a kind of a gray area, right? Once we get there, there's obviously some sell pressure because it's kind of a psychological number hundred, right? We've gone from two digits to now three. Um, so I think there's some psychological selling, but I think there also is going to be some buying um, from the algorithms too, right? Cause they're seeing all time yeah. highs. Um, that kind of throws up yeah. some red flags for, for those trading bots and says, Hey, maybe we should look at this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, so Ryan and I were just having a quick chat about uh, about some of the other the other macros that are kind of lining up not that within crypto, Georgi, um, would be interested in your opinion on some of these. But it's like, you know, we talked a little bit about the volume and the unbelievable volume that's running through, um, you know, that's uh, that's in and that's under under, uh, you know, underscoring supporting uh, the Luna, um, you know, the Luna ecosystem right now. Uh, a couple of other things we were talking about. Yeah, thank you, Ryan. Um, and so a couple of other things that we were talking about is like, so let's play this forward. What happens, right? First of all, Luna has to pump and get big enough for people to say, okay, now we're going to build on Luna. 
And then once people are, excuse me, build in Terra. And then once people, once a bunch of companies are like, great, we're going to build on Terra. Then what happens? VC money chases those companies, right? And you end up in this situation where, um, you know, all of the money that, uh, that is going into uh, Ethereum at the moment from venture capitalists uh, is probably pumping into the Terra ecosystem. And the reason is VCs are on these loops of what, 18 months, 12 to 18 months. That's typically, you know, how fundraising works for venture backed companies. Right. And so, and if you think about the, the vintage and harvest of a venture capital fund, right. That it's probably 10 years, a decade, roughly, um, you know, that they're looking. So yep. all of these funds have just raised money. There are so many, like, I think Andreessen Horowitz, it was like last week, closed this massive fund. I mean, we're talking like billions of dollars, right? And so all that is to say over the next few cycles, they're going to be deploying, you know, the capital out of these funds. And if, if, if Terra continues to grow like it is, it will be a prime target for the freshest, newest, you know, uh, groups that have the most upside that can return the fund for some of these guys. Um, and so, you know, we pump and then we get builders, a ton of builders. We already have a lot of builders, but we get more builders um, and those builders get VC money and we and we pump again. So we're a ways off from that. But, you know, we're, we're very much the beginning of this thing. Thoughts on that? There's something actually really good going on right now because we are pumping and there's VC money invested, right? Even that one billion uh, fund was uh, fundraised by selling Luna to investors. So Great there's point. no question, Great right? Point. But we still haven't seen what happened with Solana. And I think that uh, really works in Luna's favor. Like uh, this, this massive pump from 30 to like 250. This is, we, uh, we haven't seen that. And of course, Solana is bleeding now. And I think that, uh, uh, I think that jumping from this price and VC pushed it all the way in these two big swings, upswings, it didn't create enough fundamental, you know, volume support right here. Right. So it just it's just dumping. Uh, and, and, and Luna is also volatile. I mean, Luna on the daily, sorry, this is Bitcoin. Where's our Luna? Luna on the daily, um, there we go. Luna on the daily did pump, but you see right here, this area right here, I think is, is just um, uh, uh, um, this area right here. I think it's just uh, a lot of support that's organic. And I think that gives me confidence that we may not come back to like 30, 40, 20 range. And VCs now can push it all the way up to 300. 200 right. 300 right i think that that's that's the big deal here and and i don't know a lot about the solana network uh you guys know more about it than than i do their tokenomics they don't have any burning mechanism or do they um, like I, solana I, i'm not yeah i'm not sure i am not sure at all but i want to make a quick point here because i just looked it up right uh -huh. okay so it, Terra. Now, this is from Crunchbase, so there may be some note that I'm missing here, right? Has mm -hmm. had uh, about 30 investors, right? Um, a total funding of $58 million, uh, yeah, $58 million, right? Mm -hmm. So 
and the and the investors, dude. Pantera Capital hash Arrington XRP, right? Arrington X, XRP is tied in with uh, right. Um, mm-hmm. Coinbase Ventures, right? Galaxy Digital. So these are big, but dude, these are not. You know, these are not Andreessen Horowitz. These are not Sequoia. These are not. And so all that is, is massive, 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 like blue chip VCs that are going to be looking to deploy billions of dollars. Now to your question about Solana, um, I am, I do not know about Solana's, that component of Solana's uh, tokenomics. I, I'm not sure. Oh, uh, right. it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a much simpler. And I, I thought that there was a more complicated one beyond this one. The main one is uh, 50% of transaction fees are burned. So there is some burn, okay. but uh, it's actually not enough to slow down. So it's, it's still much more inflationary uh, than Luna is and than right. Bitcoin is, but less inflationary than, let's say, Doge or even some other better uh, like Avalanche. I think uh, uh, James from Invest Answers did a, a deep dive on the um, on inflation rates of the top uh, uh, DeFi. And I think uh, I, I've shared it. I'll share it again in the documents here so we can, we can see it. But uh, so, uh, Avalanche was like 13 to 15% a year. Um, I think uh, Luna was uh, 1% or 2%. And now with this burning, it, it may actually have turned actually deflationary. Well, and, and, and that's, that's, the, that's the key thing that differentiates Luna, right? We've talked mm-hmm. about this in the previous episodes with the recent burning. We are burning in eight days, $1 billion dollars worth of Luna. So that alone is 3% of the total yeah. market cap. So that adds stability to Luna's price at these levels. And if you look at Solana, I don't know anything about the burning metrics, but just looking at it in the way that it's been selling off, there's obviously not enough burning going on or any tokenomics that support those valuations at those levels. So, so here's another point that I'd like to make that's slightly less quantitative and more kind of qualitative, but I think it really matters, right? Like, you know, it, if you look at Terra, like, I'm not going to say it was totally built by outsiders, right? Because I don't know that that was the case. Um, and according to the, to the you know, early, early participants, early investors, it wasn't. But here's what I'd say. Like you look at somebody like Sefi, you look at somebody like Don Koo, you look at somebody like, uh, you know, Westy, you look at somebody like, you know, whatever, pick, pick a name, Nacho Don even to a certain extent, right? These folks on uh, Ryan like, like Ryan Lyon, like Paletas, you look at these cats, right? And like, and like the ones or, or Poppy, right? And like, why are these people still in this? Like, and when you really drill down into it, man, Dude, they are sold on the details of what Terra is doing, right? Like, like, I mean, yes, there are moon memes like everywhere else, but they are sold on the mechanics, what is under the hood on Terra, right? And so like the shilling, it's not like, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna moon. And then, and, you know, a smiley face, like there's like diligence that spells out a rational understanding of what's happening in this ecosystem. So the reason that I'm bringing this up in this way is because you see people like Kyle Samani, right? Like 
I don't know if you guys remember this a few a few weeks a uh, few months ago on Twitter, but you know had this comment that was like, well, why I don't understand why would anybody use UST for anything else other than like Anchor, you know? And it's just like, sure, maybe he's trolling. Kyle's a smart dude, so I could see that. But my point is, is like the old heads, you don't really see them in Terra. You still don't see them in there right now. And so my point is, is I think this like new shiny toy is still being discovered by some of the of the you know people that will become the biggest shills ever for this stuff and i think that like when you hear an, an interview with like like we had with Sefi, you hear don ku talk about this you hear you know poppy talk about this like they're in the weeds they're talking about the details of what this is going to become and why it fulfills this like the essence of like what a decentralized you know ecosystem was supposed to become so i'm just telling you like you ask who's selling it a hundred out of those guys, fucking nobody. Nobody. Right. And and to Sefi's point on the uh the recording we did with him, he talks about being in the industry, right? Like if you're searching for an investment and you're trying to find, you know, a home run, it helps to be in the actual uh space that you're in, whether right. sector, right. but if you're not in terror right now you just see a number on the screen and maybe, you know, some green candles and you're like, well, I'm not going to invest anymore because it's already, it's already ran, but you don't, you don't look at the tokenomics. You're not in it. You don't see the development happening, the new projects coming online virtually daily. Right. And how amped up people are in the community to continue to support the community in the way that they need to support the community. You look at something like Solana, dude, I mean, I am, I have used all of these. I was using all of these that I could, all of these protocols that I could possibly use. I, I, you know, I, I have been, you know, in the, in the, in orbit of Ethereum since it launched. And I'm telling you that when I touched, met you guys, touched the Terra ecosystem for the first time, like you and I were talking about, Ryan, and I was like looking at Mira, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? What's actually happening? What is this? And then as I started like going through this, and we, I think we were maybe even in touch when I, we were all like, hey, maybe we should like buy some Luna and check this out. And then it was just like, it clicked and clicked again and clicked again and clicked again. And so all that is to say, to a point Georgi made a little bit earlier, you've got a relatively small group of people that are responsible for a relatively high volume. Why? This ecosystem in terms of DeFi is Valhalla, man. Right. I mean, it's you can do the things you need to do. So anyway, what do you what do you think, uh, Gary? It looked like you had a comment there. Oh yeah, I was just trying to look up uh, the statistics and and I'll share that. But um, you're absolutely right. It's it's uh, it's a combination of multiple factors, and I think that is sort of a list of metrics that we can use. And I think uh, James from Invest Answers and others used to evaluate blockchains. The, the inflationary tokenomics, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the total value locked, number of dApps, number of developers full-time, uh, number of commits or development activity, dev activity per day, all of those put together also number of wallets, wallet growth, but also volume per wallet. Mm-hmm. Put it all together. I mean, Terra blows everybody else out of the water on all, if, if not every single one, most of these metrics. So it's, it's incredible. And I think that's where we see it at 100 really undervalued. Yes, there will be a ton of volatility, but I agree with Sefi at some point uh, uh, in a recent conversation, recent Twitter spaces, we were talking about where it, the price would go. And he's looking at the engagement. He's looking at 
the burn mechanism and all these metrics where at some point, even with the volatility, the $100 mark becomes the new $10 mark. Do we think Terra, Luna will ever come down to 10? It's, it's impossible to, to uh, I mean, is there some finite probability? Yes, probably 0 0.00, some kind of black swan event. But $10, we won't ever see it for Luna. It's just not going to happen. So well, at some point, we're going to get to $100 being that level. So, so, so I am so, I, like, when I think about this ecosystem, the only thing I can think about is how can I set up my personal worlds that I never have to use a bank ever again. And I am telling you, when I figure that out, I will never use a bank ever again. Ever or borrow anywhere ever else. ever ever but ever. I will I will right. never I will never do that. And and yeah. and and the reason is I told you guys right. Like I, I sold some stock the other day in mm. an account, and it took four days for this to settle. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I you know we uh, my wife and I have a, a few interests a business interests that you know necessitate pushing some money around in, in banks. And for me to go and and you know transfer ten thousand dollars, I have to get the you know this like manager's approval. I mean, that's ridiculous. And this is like a new thing, a new thing for bank accounts. And I may be slightly exaggerating. It may have been 20 or $25,000. But my point is, is like, you know, we're in this financial regime where these things are being like restricted and kind of, you know, uh, uh, and, you know, it's, it's in the interest of most financial players in the United States to make sure that money does not move quickly. You get into an ecosystem like Terra and it's like, you know, you can see it happen. People taking, you know, loans out for a million dollars and to, I mean, think about what's happening when you take that out and you put, and somebody pushes, you know, accept you're originating a loan. Like right. you are doing all of the loan paperwork in 15 seconds for a million dollars. Like it's not even comparable. I mean, it's like, it's, it's, it's really insane. What is this? Yeah, this economics, speaking exactly to what you're saying and how you're able to borrow, how you're able to deploy capital uh, without having to sell assets or do finance in the traditional way. And I think that's brilliant. And these are the kinds of examples we want to see of how you actually can deploy capital without selling it. Um, and that's why, in a way, you're investing and managing your finances the way billionaires or the way yes. mega yes. mega successful people do because they are their banks yes this is the yes difference. that's right this is that's the difference exactly right. when you look yeah, at yeah. when you look at things like infinite banking which this should be a different uh conversation for a different day but the way the super wealthy use insurance and banks and you know assets and the mix of these things what they do is they have equity that creates cash flow, right? And they buy more equity with that cash flow. They right. live off of leverage against the equity. And now That's you right. have the ability to do that. Yeah. It's, it's a wild and crazy time. And, and Terra Luna is, uh, you know, obviously we're all thankful to be a part of this community and uh, everybody's commitment to, just giving you guys the viewers the knowledge is is just invaluable to us so we appreciate you watching this listening to us on podcast apps um and i know the topic of today's discussion was 
buy or sell at $100. What do you guys think? Should I buy some more right now? I'm looking at Astroport and we're at, well, actually we're under 100, 99.94. Should I buy some more at 100 or no? I personally, I think the only like, here's what we got to watch in the next couple of weeks. We got to watch, uh, we got to watch, uh, make sure that there's still a divergence happening between Bitcoin and equities, very important data set points that we're creating right now. And to to see how Luna behaves, right? Because when Bitcoin's down, all equities are down and Luna's still up. If it were me right now, I'm still, uh, I'm still buying, but I'm also, but I'm not buying with leverage. So let me be clear. I'm buying. I'm buying for the long run, and I'm not using leverage. Um, but I could see a world where we get pulled down uh, a little bit. I don't see it below seventy, you know. And if it, and if it hit that, shit, I'd get as much leverage as I could possibly get my hands on and, and load up. What do you think, Georgi? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, under eighty, I think definitely a good buy. I'm actually not buying now. Uh, but my circumstance is slightly different after the liquidation, where effectively half of my Luna was sold at, at for at eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. What um, I'm focused now is getting a little bit of my um, LTV down mm-hmm. and then freeing up a little bit of Luna. And I think uh, buying Luna with rewards is is a, is great, and even at a hundred, it's cheap. Think mm-hmm. of it, this is a $3,000 asset two years from now. Exactly. So 100 is so cheap. Um, but also, and you have been posting, um, Ryan and Joseph, you've mentioned this, earning Luna with Luna. So bypassing any kind of uh, uh, price in UST or USD of Luna and just getting it either through staking, through ARBing, through uh, burning, uh, converting to be Luna, then burning. So, so all of these are methods of earning Luna with Luna, regardless of the price or staking into the Luna be Luna LP. So I think these are other things that I'm thinking of. And I think these are safe ways of, uh, you know, getting, getting your Luna, especially with LPs. I mean, this is, you know, you, 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 the more volume you get, the APR increases. So. If you've got a few hundred bucks, you can turn that into a few thousand dollars. If you've got a few thousand, you can add, you know, you can turn it into 10, 10, 100, 100, a million, a million, a few million. If you take a really long term approach here, right? And so, um, you know, it's just like, this is not like, it's fun to watch it go up and down. But like, really, when you're thinking about the typical demographic for this type of information right probably skews a little bit younger probably you know you know these it it is it is uh it is generational is what i'm trying to say right and so if you still have you know uh 20 30 40 years of work still like left in what would you would typically happen if you retired at 65 you can take you know decades off of that i believe by just playing the long run with this asset and having it be a healthy component of your overall, you know, portfolio, you still need to own other things so that your portfolio is properly weighted. But, you know, this is something that gives you is rare because it gives you a little bit of predictability with an unbelievable amount of upside. So gear for the long run, you know, but uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm definitely licking my chops to figure out where, when I can add to the bag, man. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea of just adding with the yield. That's, uh, that's pretty much where I'm at too. I think that's, uh, 
a great way to put it. And uh, especially if you've already got a bag and if you don't, <clears throat> no reason to uh, uh, not start dollar cost averaging at this point. I mean, yep. um, Luna's here to stay and, and just the usability cases are, are endless at this point. And uh, we're just going to keep going up from here. That's it, man. Yeah. Last um, but not least, Terra USD, USD, I mean, UST market cap growing like crazy. Uh, UST is in very high demand. The 5% uh, premium on Coinbase, I mean, uh, UST, USD, crazy. So 14th in market cap. I think we are uh, seeing the effects of the UST demand growing, and that will only speed up the inevitable rise in price. I mean, it would just accelerate it, just yep. accelerate. Yeah, jet fuel for, for all. Of us. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that, Gorgie. Yep. I've got, right, guys. I've got some leaf blower that's making an appearance here. So I'm going to let you close this. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, guys, thanks for uh, tuning in today. We appreciate you guys all uh, taking the time to listen to us. Uh, we know everybody's got a busy schedule. Um, so go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Like us on uh, Spotify. Check us out on Apple Podcasts. And uh, check us out on Twitter, TTLG underscore crew. And we will see you guys on the next episode. See you guys.